Welcome to Any Other Business, where this week we're talking about core values. I know it sounds fluffy, but today you are going to learn why core values are actually essential to every business. You're going to learn how to create your own and some exercises you can use. And we're going to be sharing the values that we use in our business. Welcome to Any Other Business, the show all about giving you a real behind the scenes look into what it's actually like to grow a business and sharing all the lessons that we've picked up along the way, as well as taking you with us on the journey in real time as we launch our new business, which is so much bigger than anything we've done before. Well, I know we're still teasing it. We can't say anything just yet, but we will as soon as we possibly can. And we will let you in on everything that's going on in that process. We will. We will. Promise it's worth the wait. But it's worth going through what we've got to cover today, because today, Rob, we're talking about core values. And Core values will have some people ready to switch off already. But I've said last in last week's episode at the end, and I'll say it again now, if you get this wrong, it could be the end of your business. And if you get it right, you can create a magical business and a magical place to work. And it's something that we put a lot of importance behind. Like we really promote this within the business. And when I was introduced to the concept of core values a number of years ago, I was a skeptic. I was like, no, this is rubbish. This is just a a poster on the wall of someone climbing a mountain looking cheesy and going, dig deep, you know, and then nobody ever looks at it and it's gathering dust. That's not what core values are. Core values are are so much more than that. Yeah, and I was exactly the same. I just didn't get it at all thought what is the point of this it kind of bucketed it in with mission statements as a kind of a thing that a company has to kind of like look good but it doesn't really mean anything but then as we spent more time on embedding them in the business and making sure that the core values are what we believe really reflects the business we started to see the benefits of that and we can talk about some of the benefits that you get from them as we go along but first we need to define them so what are core values what what are core values to you cool good question core values to me it's how the business feels it's the the culture of your business what links everybody within a business so most businesses are diverse and ours included and that's a wonderful thing but the core values are, are what unites people it's it's that common connectivity between everybody you know you and I are quite different but we get on so well and work so well together because our values are actually so so similar like really really similar and it's that connection in values that allows us to do great work and every individual will have their own set of values and you may not broadcast that out and you may not even know what they are but if you stop to think about it there are certain things that you value highly and every business whether they articulate them or not also has a number of values and values don't always have to be positive there can be negative aspects to a value as well and a business may have a negative culture or something toxic within it and that is an unwanted or or needed um, value that exists and I think it's worth saying Rob that the values that you have are natural they're not something that you can manufacture they're not aspirational they can't be what you want to be they are who you are so for example one of our values is not we love detail beyond everything else that's not we value detail and we think it's very good but it's not naturally 
who we are as a business. And we we do have some detail people within a business, but it's that often their values will be led by the founders. They will. And I think that they have to. So you might be thinking like if you if you're only a, a solo founder or there's only a couple of you in a business at the moment, do you really need to do this? And okay, it's not going to be the most super urgent thing on your to-do list, but there is value in doing it early on because it means that First of all, any hires that you do make, you've got a better chance of making good hires because you can make sure that they fit in with your values. But also there is a value to just working out what these are for yourself. Because until you actually go through some of the exercises that we'll talk about today, you might sort of, they'll be there, but you won't necessarily know what drives you. And that is a really important insight to have. So yeah, this is something that is core to you and it is core to the business and the people who work there. When people talk about culture in a business, that is quite nebulous and it means different things to different people and often people say oh we've got a great culture and it means that they have like beer at four o'clock on a friday and there's a ping pong table or something that's not really what culture is and cool values it's not part doesn't fall into that bucket it's not just something to stick on the wall it's not something to try and get everyone to aspire to it is real it is what you are and if you've got that right then that means that you can take a group of people who are very very different in lots of ways which is beneficial but they've got enough that unites them to actually get the job done. Yeah, I completely agree. And the culture point's a really good one to make because your core values actually will then help you define your culture. What the culture of the business is will be led by the values. So that's why they're so important. I think it's worth sharing some of the benefits of doing this. So we obviously sound quite enthusiastic, but what are the tangible benefits of having values? Well, your team have something to unite behind they have something to connect to if you don't have values within a business they may be able to sense them but without you articulating what they are it it leaves people to kind of come to that conclusion themselves of what type of place this is whereas if you're broadcasting your values at all times then you will have the team hopefully replicating that as well and and then leading on to demonstrating behaviors and actions that are representing those values which hopefully your values are positive so they're the type of behaviors and actions that you'd want to see but often values will be one thing but every value will have some sort of counter and if you have a value that's countering that or going against the value it helps people see that as well and identify actually that action that behavior that individual even is going against our values and and violating those values. And, you know, that's quite strong emotive wording. But if somebody does go that far against your values, it really stands out and you really notice it. Mm. We've sort of touched on using values in the hiring process. And that is when we talked about hiring before, we talked about looking for clues and trying to get a sense of what a person is like. And so you could be looking for the core values as part of that. And if someone is a, a a values fit, again, it doesn't mean they think exactly the same way as us or they look like us or whatever, but they've just got that that core essence that's the same. And then you could also use them at the other end, like you just said, on like managing bad behavior and firing based on core values. Because you will have situations where you have a super top performer who's really delivering, 
but they're just not they're violating like you said the values and in that situation it's so hard to actually sort of take to remove someone who is talented but they can taint the whole business if they're going against the values and unless you have the values in the first place it's really hard to actually put your finger on it and pin down what it is so it makes the whole process easier so the benefits are that you can define your culture grow your culture have a common cause to unite behind make better hiring decisions make sometimes make firing decisions there's a lot to core values and there's a, enough of incentive as a business owner to develop them so if you are going to develop your core values how do you go about it it's not something that you you know you naturally do like you you wake up you have your cornflakes and go oh you know what i'm gonna do my core values today it's kind of intimidating if you've not done it before so let's take people through the process of how they can do this for themselves so if it's easier i think if you've got um, a small team it doesn't have to be a big team but if you if you do have a big team then great sort of select a few people who you feel are the best representation of what you think your values probably are you don't have to be able to articulate it but you, you kind of know who those people are um if you're on your own then we'll sort of come to how you can deal with that but if you've got a bit of a team then a really good thing to do is to give them a bit of an introduction to what core values are why you're doing this in the first place and then get everyone to write down on little pieces of paper or sticky notes or whatever what words they'd use to describe the business and again making that point that it's not aspirational not what you want the business to be but how would you describe the business today if you just get everyone to do as many as possible then if stick them all up on the wall if you can then what you'll find is that they'll start to cluster or at least this is what we found anyway you'll get people using loads of different words but they'll you can sort of start to gather all the little notes together and go okay well everyone is getting at teamwork here they're using different words but that's what they mean and so you can start go very quickly over the space of a couple of hours go from lots of scattered observations into these little clusters and then start to take those go okay if this is something that we're going to have let's give this a name let's come up with a little description of what this is all about and it should unless it turns out that you've got a business full of people who have completely different values happen come together quite naturally and a lot easier than you probably thought it would yeah and then you'll find some of those clusters can merge so there'll be two very very similar clusters so you bring those together and you start to build your short list of clusters and there's no defined rules on how many core values you should have. But I think if you can get to four, that's good. And maybe you don't want to go any more than sort of six, seven, you know, because you want people to remember them. And that's really important as well, that they're used and remembered. And once you have your clusters, you need to start naming them because there might be lots of words saying something similar. But you then need to name your value. And it helps at this point to have something memorable something that people will find it easy to repeat. So you don't want a big, long-winded sentence for how you describe your value. Try and make it one or two words, if you, if possible. And then write a description using all the words within, well, not all the words within a cl cluster, but using the inspiration of the words in the cluster to then write a, a paragraph or two on what a little bit more detail to what the, the value is. So you need to shortlist your clusters, start to then define your clusters, give them names. You may have a short list. That's what we did. We had a short list of sort of headline names for, for each cluster. And then once you pick 
your headline name for each value, you'll then write a few words on describing it a little bit more in more detail. You might just go as far as to also give examples of what that value would look like in a business to help people as well. Yeah, and we actually refreshed our values fairly recently. We didn't change them because they shouldn't really change because they are core. But we went back and we found that some of them were being used in the business because that's what you want. You want them to be used, which is why naming them is so important. We discovered that some of them were being used. The ones with the best names, basically, were being used. But others, if you ask people to, to name all of them, they'd sort of get two, they might get three, but they wouldn't get all of them. And it's the ones that, that weren't catchy that tended to get forgotten. So we went back, we rejigged them a little bit and came up with sort of some names for them that seemed like natural phrases that people were already using in the business. And that's really helped them to, to catch on. Now, as we said earlier, you can still can go through this process if you are on your own at the moment, if, you, if the business is you. And that is still worth doing. You'll see the benefits of that as your business grows. Now, at this point, your personal values and the business's values will be the same. And that's fine. So it might feel like you're being, uh, you know, a bit selfish or self-obsessed maybe to, to just sort of sit there going, hmm, what are my values? But it is worth doing. And you can go through the same process of just writing down what matters to you and in whatever interactions you've had in your business so far, uh, what's really important to you from those interactions. You could write all that down if you can get input from friends and family members to sort of see if they think that these are the things that reflect you, then that's great as well. But you'll ultimately get to the same point. And you don't have to go out of your way to come up with some amazing catchy description and a finessed paragraph because you're not trying to spread this beyond you at the moment. But you've still got them to, to guide you as your business grows. So let's share our values with you to give you some examples. We're not going to talk about them any in any great depth, but it gives you an idea of, of how we've approached ours and the values of our business. So our first one is dream team. So you've heard us talk about the team a lot and this is a value that is super important to us. We are massively focused on our team, growing the best team, not a team, but the dream team. And we we see it like a bit like a football club as well. You know, We want the very best team possible. And, and sometimes team members aren't the best players and sometimes the superstars. So we look for a dream team. I always think of the TV show on Sky One. Um, I wanted a picture of Harchester United for the dream team, but we didn't get that. Um, the next one is dream it, do it. So you've probably also picked up on that. We're quite ambitious and we have big ideas and you've got to dream it, but then you've got to action those dreams as well. So dream it, do it is something that the business really lives. Um, big hearted. Inside the business, the the generosity that is shown between team members and with external parties that we help, charities, um, is huge. We don't talk about our charity work publicly, but internally we talk about it all the time. And it's absolutely massive for us. And we've got two more, Rob. Yep. So Can you remember? I do remember. So my favourite one, actually, is Choose Positivity. And I like this one because... 
it is a choice. We believe that you can choose to see the positive side of something. And we've talked in the past about business problems, but we talk about them as business challenges. So there's always a way to see the bright side of something, take something and turn it into an opportunity. And that is something that you can get better at over time. So having that as one of the values, I think is really important. And the final one is keeping it real. And this can mean a few different things, but we introduced this actually as a new one because we realized that this was something that was core to the business, but we hadn't captured it, which is basically sharing how things really are. And we do that with our team. There are some things that you can't always tell people, but wherever we can, we will share. And we're also real with this podcast and show and everything else that we do. We sort of... We'll be very real about some of the things that go on, possibly too real. Um, and but we're also real with our with our customers. So it's I think the worst thing that can happen as a customer is to, to just feel like someone's just like feeding you a load of nonsense and not telling you what's really going on. We say this over and over again that if we made a mistake, we admit that we've made a mistake and say what we're going to do to fix it. You don't try and cover it up or anything else. And so keeping it real is a was a, a newer addition for us, but it was something that we were just naturally doing anyway. I'm hoping if you're hearing these for the first time, which 99.9% of people will be, that None of these come across as, oh, I wouldn't have expected that. Hopefully, they feel natural to us. And if they feel natural to us, we can assure you they feel natural within the business. So, Rob, a quick recap on on how you can use these. We've touched them on a high level, but hiring, you absolutely need to make sure that your core values are matched in the hiring process and definitely not violated. So if you see somebody who's not very big-hearted and, looks a bit, and comes across a bit mean and even expresses some of the things that they do that are mean, then that's going to be someone that's not going to work well in in our business. So you go through all your values and go, what evidence have I seen that they match this value? So you go through and you do that. But also when the business is operating day to day, you can use your values to celebrate people. And we do that all the time. So in our internal communication, which is currently Slack, which is moving over to Teams, as you've heard recently on our technology podcast, we celebrate different individuals and will often link it, nearly always link it to a particular core value. So that's really powerful as well. You unfortunately sometimes have to use it to make a firing decision. You know, if somebody is going against the values of the business, then they're not welcome. As simple as that. It sounds brutal, but the values are so important. And having a team that are aligned on the values is so important that if people go against them, not necessarily are the ultimate ambassadors, but go the opposite way and go against them, then it, it can lead you, if they if they can't change their ways, to part in ways with that individual. So core values are used not you know, occasionally, not for events, but every single day within your business. And they should be because if you use them every single day, then people will remember them more as well. So it reinforces, the more you use it, the more you talk about it, the more then others will use it and talk about it. And it's just that ongoing flywheel then, the core values flywheel that everybody in the business is talking about them, using them and demonstrating them every single day. Definitely. And I think our team really enjoys having the core values because it makes everyone feel more part of a team. Like to be able to go, this is what we stand for, just makes everyone feel more united. 
than, than they otherwise would be. So you do have to put in the effort to get them embedded in the business. But once you do that and you and you have to be constantly reinforcing them and everything else, but then once you have, you really start to see the benefits showing up in lots of different places. And even if you can't put your finger on it necessarily, I think it does bring the team together so it might sound like something fluffy and okay it is more important to make enough sales to be able to pay your bills and there are other things that matter in business but this is one which very easily for us could have just dropped off the list and go oh that's just not worth doing but I'm so glad that we have actually made the effort to get them embedded in the business and now we're seeing the benefits. So that's us done for another week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and valued our values. If you're enjoying these podcasts, then please do share them. They're new, we're still getting up and running and we want as many people to find out about what we're doing so they can see us keeping it real and keeping it real about the journey that we're going on. So thank you. We'll be back next Monday, kicking off your working week with another episode. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.